Hallelujah, hallelujah. I am so glad on a Sunday afternoon, mid-afternoon, oh yes, finally just getting in here to preach. And I've got my preaching gear on today, and I am filled, oh yes, with the Holy Spirit. You know, Ephesians 5, verse 18 tells us, Do not be drunk with wine and all that liquor and stuff, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, when you're filled with Him, oh, yes, you can't go wrong. How can you go wrong if you're filled with the Holy Spirit? I'm telling you, you can... Just feel so much better. That doesn't mean that life is always going to be a bowl full of cherries and a bed full of roses, even roses without thorns. And I'm not saying this to be mean or anything, but you know, sometimes it's not. It's not always a bed full of roses for me. Sometimes uh, it's just, uh, you know, a battlefield out there. But it, life can be good sometimes. It can be a bowl full of cherries every now and then. But it's not always going to be that way. We're going to have joyful moments and not so joyful moments, some sad moments, some good moments, happy moments. But we have to learn how to deal with those. And I'll teach you how, is I'm learning how to. But uh, today's sermon is uh, going to be called, That Was Thin, This Is Now. I'm just now going to say this is what we're preaching now. So we, we just got through doing a uh, show uh, about, you know, what we, who we are, what we believe in, what we do. So... You know, we're about give you information about the ministry. And letting go of the past is what we're going to be talking about today. And I am going to read out of Genesis chapter 19 a little bit. I'm just going to tell you about it and what I've read in, uh, from my Bible study. So we're going to preach and I'm really going to get on with it. And we're going to share some other verses and stuff and just uh, some things about letting go of the past and about putting it behind you and getting rid of of what you did yesterday, so you can do better today. And from here on out, from this day forward, all right, before we do preaching, go into the service and to the sermon here with our internet evangelism service that we're going to have for Sunday. We usually have two on Sunday, so we're going to do another one later on this evening. But uh, we're going to take a break for a while and we'll do another one. Because we do two on Sunday, so one every uh, one a day for the next six days, and then every Sunday, we do two on Sunday. So that's about at least eight sermons a week. Woo! Can you believe it? But I'm here. I'm getting gone home. I'm not going to put it off. We're going to preach, preach, preach every afternoon at 5 o'clock. We're going to get in here, and we're going to spread the gospel because that is the important thing because I am here unless till. We need to preach it earlier or before five, but I've got an obligation, and I'm glad I do have it, but I've got the desire, too, to do it. So we're going to uh, commit ourselves to this this ministry. I'm committing myself to it. Yes, and I'm the only one that's doing it. So I say we will not, but me and God will, will get in there and get it. Get it going, get it done, get her done on this. You know, Larry the Cave guy, but I, I don't listen to a lot of that stuff as much as I used to. So, I try to put away 
all that fleshly stuff that's kind of takes my eyes off of God and puts my eyes on stuff that I don't really need to be putting my eyes and my mind's eyes on, okay? And my heart on. I need to put my heart on things that God will let me put my heart on. So, but before we go, before we go in there, let's pray and let's get on with the service. So we won't hold y'all up any too long because we only got so much time on these podcasts to do what we're doing. So we need to get in here and uh, preach. All right. Okay. Let's pray. Precious Lord, we thank you so much for this wonderful occasion to be able to come in here and, you know, uh, do the sermon and this and to come in and to serve you and to uh, be able to listen to what you would have us to hear and to learn and listen to and to apply in our daily walk with you. And Lord God, you know, We've all had a hard time with uh, the past and letting go and realizing that once everything's solved and dealt with, you know, we just need to let it go. And I know that's been hard for me before, but I'm working on it. And I, I know it can be done, and I've already have, because I decided what happened yesterday is just already in the past. I'm not going to say anymore about yesterday but i will say this we're going to say goodbye to yesterday and i've always said goodbye to it because yesterday was today i'm not looking back i'm not going to be like lot's wife and become that pillar of salt i am just bound determined lord and we are all going to be bound determined today as we get out there and preach this message that you have laid on my heart to preach and i just pray that each and every listener hears this message and uh, receive something out of it, you know, and uh, will listen and learn and apply these principles and techniques and tools that you would give up to us through this uh, message of sermon, Lord. We just pray, I just pray, Lord, that you give me the words to speak and only your words, the words you would say, not say the words that you would have me say, excuse me there. But I pray that you give me the words to speak, that you would have me to speak and only that. And I thank you, Lord, for doing that. And I thank you, Lord, for everything. And I just pray, Lord, that you forgive all of us for our past and present sins, Lord, and give us the courage and the wisdom strength to turn from those sins and to repent and to be willing to confess our personal sins before you. And uh, and all. And I just pray, Lord, that... Uh, you know, that people will see the Jesus in me, Lord, and that you give me the strength and the courage and the wisdom to be that shining light from this day forward. And I just pray that uh, you would just bless each and every listener, provide them what they're in need of, and provide them what you see fit for them to have as well, Lord, and bless bless them, Lord, as uh, and uh, touch them and Heal those that need healing and break th- give them breakthroughs that need breakthroughs. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. All right. Okay, y'all. Let's get on with it here. All right. Genesis chapter 19. We're going to read in the passage. You know, uh, before that, you know, Abraham, and I'll just give you a little bit. We'll go back a little bit. 
You know, Abraham was praying about Sodom and Gomorrah. There were problems there. There was a lot of evil and a lot of stuff. Bad stuff going on in Sodom. And you know, there's a lot of it going on today. And, and, and it's going all everywhere. Okay? All right? You know, I think this whole world has just become, you know, can become more of a Sodom and Gomorrah in some ways. Yes, there are righteous people in this world, but I'm going to tell you something. You know, there were none that were righteous, not whatsoever in Sodom. But I will tell you how that happened because, you know, Abraham was kept praying and praying. At first he said, Lord, if there's 50 righteous or whatever, uh, however many righteous, uh, you you know, and then he... Last time he said, if there's ten righteous or, you know, anybody righteous, don't destroy that city. You know, don't destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, those two cities, those two towns have been destroyed because there were no righteous people there. Isn't that sad? Well, you know, we don't want to become like that. But, you know, there's so much crazy and so much uh, evil stuff that's going on, sin. I mean, sinful stuff, real, I hate to say, sound critical, and I don't want to say I mean, but there's a lot of disgusting mess out there that we just don't really uh, need to be involved in, and we don't need to be a part of. And so much fleshly and inhum- so much inhumanity out there, oh my, it used to get on my skin, and I try not to let it, but I know how it is, and I have to pray it off. Because I don't ever want to get back to where I was. I don't want. I want to react differently to uh, all this evil. Besides paying back evil for evil, and I'm not going to do that no more. And uh, you know, uh, because I don't do that no more. You know, I'm I'm totally different, and I'm going to you know work on staying different and doing what I need to do. Because I've decided no more of who I was, no more of the old me, and out with uh the uh the old in with the new. And I've been a Christian but I haven't lived the life that I should have been living. And I my uh relationship with God, you know, where I stand, you know, I had to clean up certain things in my life. I've even cleaned up, you know, erased my a lot of stuff on my phone. I switched to a different music service because the music service didn't have all the Christian music I was looking for. They had some of it, you know, maybe a good bit, but they didn't have all the stuff I was looking for, what I was really looking for on there anyway. And I let myself get lured into listening to other stuff that I really did not need to be listening to, okay? You know, like Chicago, and then I was getting a Nicki Minaj, and I said, uh-oh, something's wrong here. Michael Bolton, all that, and this sexual healing and all that. So I said, I gotta stop this. This isn't what God wants me to get into. So I, I got into I got out of all this stuff, secular stuff, because just about all of it practically, because you know, it's so bad. You know, um very few songs that are secular are good, but you know, I tell you that gospel music is good. I listen to a lot of Christian rock and Christian pop and stuff like that. I'll listen to Southern Gospel, and you know I do listen to some of that. But uh, uh, some 
soft Christian rock and a contemporary Christian music. I listen to inspirational praise and worship, uh, black gospel. I love my black gospel. And Christian hip-hop, oh, man, Tadashi, T-Dot, you know, I listen to all that. But uh, let's just get into the sermon more. Let's, I need to really start preaching here. All right, come on here. Um, you know, let's go. And you know, you know he, you know he kept praying and praying, and you know finally he had to realize there was none righteous. God couldn't find anybody. And he was asking God to search around so that the city won't be destroyed. But unfortunately, it did. And I'll tell you how. In Genesis chapter nineteen, uh, there were some angels that were sent from the Lord to come talk to Lot and his wife and his two daughters and their family and all in uh you know Lot and his family and uh they told them to get out as soon as they could right here and now and run for their lives that the city that they were in in Sodom and Sodom was going to be destroyed and uh you know Lot was very good you know, a God-fearing man, and he lived for the Lord and everything. But, you know, they went. And, you know, they were trying to get to the, you know, where they could. Well, you know, Lot's wife, you know, she looked back at Sodom and the town she used to live in and the surrounding cities because the surrounding areas of Sodom and Gomorrah were destroyed because of all the evil that and sin was going on. And, you know, that can happen. God will do that. And he was destroying it with fire and sulfur and all that kind of stuff, whatever it was. But I don't know, fire for sure was a, a good part of it. He was burning those towns because those two towns, I don't go more in the surrounding areas and towns of where they were because of all the mess and all the stunts they were pulling, you know, behind his back and he found out he knows he sees in his face what we do and uh you know lot's wife turned into a pillar of salt because she just looked back and you know the angels warned them do not look back don't look back that means do not look back just like i said just a minute ago a second a few seconds ago well we're not to look back at the past and, uh, you know, that's how it all started. They said, run for your lives. Get away. And she turned a pillow of salt right then and there because she's looking back at the, at the, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, pillar of, uh, at the, uh, Sodom, at the town that she was living in. Stuff back to what she grew up with, what she liked so much about it. But, you know, this is what I want to talk about here. You know, she was looking back at one thing, and it was the past. And Jesus, when he was preaching um, a sermon, one day, preaching one day, and he was talking to some people, I believe somewhere in Luke, um, he said, um, remember Lot's wife. And what did he mean by that? Remember what happened to her so that we don't go back and do what we were doing and look back. And I know I've done that before. And I don't want to do it again because I could become Lot, Lot's wife. So i got to remember Lot's wife and not be like her. 
This doesn't mean don't learn from my mistakes. I've learned from them. But once you learn from your past mistakes, you need to let go. I had to learn this. We all need to let go, people. If we don't let go, then we're going to have problems. And I mean, we could wind up in a psychiatric hospital. And I've done that before. And my goal is to never go back to the hospital again, to never think about taking my life again. I used to, but no longer, seriously. I've done away with that because I've asked God to set me free from that. And he has. And I know that I can stay set free if I will just do what he says because things can't come back. You know, and I'm not going to talk a whole lot about this, but, you know, the guy that was healed at the pool of Bethesda, at Bethesda, um, at the pool of Bethesda, well, let me tell you something. He's was, you know, about to get himself into some trouble that he shouldn't be getting into. And Jesus said, "Stop sinning, or you know, worse could happen." So he had to stop sinning. He had to turn from that evil he was, you know, getting into. You know, and, uh, you know, we have to be careful that. So we got to stop sinning too. But main thing I'm going to talk about when I say today that this was, that was then, this is now. Put away what you did then that you shouldn't have done. Put away all the past. Put it all away. That means don't bring up anything in the past that you don't need to be bringing up. Even some good things. We're not supposed to just uh, keep bringing up all the time either. Sometimes... It's okay to bring it up every now and then when God wills for it to be. But otherwise, don't be looking back at the past, especially if you've lived a painful past like I have. Some of it's my fault, some of it's not. Uh, we are not to look back. And, um, you know, if God called me, for example, to go to Tyler to see wheat, I'm going to have to be willing to go, am I? Yes. I can't look back at what he did. To me, can I? No. I have to now decide to let go, which I already did. And I've forgiven him. So I'm moving on. I'm just going to be kind to him if I see him. And, uh, you know, I've got a new life. And, you know, I just feel like I need to not let my emotions in the way of those things like I used to do. So what I've done in the past, I no longer do. I will no longer live in the past. When I say that was then, this, this is now, that means... Yesterday's problems, yesterday's sins, stay in yesterday. Today, we're all going to start over and be new. Each day is a new day. And if people dredge up the past with you, say, well, remember this, remember that. Now, some things may may be necessary to remember, but some things are not. And some people don't know what we are and what we are doing, but they know what we have done. Okay, I will say this right now. But we need to remind them, well, that was then, this is now. I'm serious about doing more for Jesus now and living the life I'm called to live and I'm going to be that shining light for him right in front of your face. You know, I'm going to do what God is telling me to do. Come, you know, come rain or shine. I will do what my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ tells me to do because I'm to obey Him. I'm to obey my Heavenly Father and precious Lord, and I will do it from this day forward. And, 
You know, that's what you need to tell people. And they can try to hold you as a prisoner or product of your past. People can turn their back on you. But I, I used to have a lot of people turn their back on me, even family members. And I used to get so upset. But I decided the other day, if people turn their back on me, hey, that is their fault. It is not, you know, my fault. Now, it may be, may be my fault that I've done something that might have deserved it at the time. But if I didn't do anything wrong, then hey, I didn't deserve it. Of course, I don't believe in turning my back on people unless they're not willing to change. I may have to separate myself a while, but not totally turn my back on them because I will still pray for them. I will still love them from a distance, so I'm not going to totally reject them. I will reject what they're doing. I will reject you know, things that are not right and not aligned with God's will. I condemn the sin, but I will not condemn the person because we're not to condemn people. We're not to criticize and judge them harshly. But we are to give them stern rebukes when necessary, but within the confines of God's uh, boundaries and God's will. And we need to do it in love, not hate. And not hostility. We don't need a curse. We don't need talk like that. So that's how we need to deal with stuff. But, uh, you know, if people, we just got to keep proving it. And when we say that we'll see in this now, we got to mean it through our actions as well. But yes, it is. And I don't like for people to bring up past. So I tell them, you know, I really don't want to talk about that. I want to tell you or just say, you know, hey, I think I'd rather say that will stand this as now. I'm no longer that way because I'm working really hard at being better. I'm not going to go back and talk about what I used to do, what I no longer do, because I'm doing what I'm doing now. I'm not going to bring up my mistakes and failures in the past anymore. I'm tired of bringing them up. I'm tired of even dwelling on them. And what I do more than bring them up is dwell on them and say I regret doing this. I regret. We all have regrets. But there's a time when we just got to stop letting, stop dwelling on our regrets and start doing better. Not looking back, but looking at the here and now, what we're doing to be better, to get rid of those sins of yesterday and those wrongful moves of yesterday so we can do right. That doesn't mean we'll never sin again. But when we do sin, we need to put it in the past, repent of it, get rid of it right then and there, and move on and do better and forsake it. Doesn't mean we're always going to do right. Now, of course, you veer off course at times and do stuff. I've done it many of times, and I'm trying to stop. That's why I'm trying to put away things that are not good for me and all. And, uh, you know, if we keep Focus on the past, focusing on the past, and people just keep bringing it up to us and stuff about our past and shying away from us and rejecting us because of what we did yesterday and all. Well, that's, uh, you know, not our fault. It's just the fact that, um, you know, they just don't have faith, but we need to have faith. And we need to show them and convince them of the truth. If they will allow us to, you know, you know, and everything, we need to do that. We need to uh, really get in there. Hey, you know, people, we can't be like this. Enough. You know, let's quit dwelling on the past. Let's quit letting the past in the way of all the present and future opportunities. We could be 
uh, you know, looking forward to and getting involved with instead of missing out on. Because when we keep living in the past, we're going to miss out on the here and now. We need to quit. I had to tell myself the other day, I was bringing up stuff about the past with some of my family members and other people. And I said, I know I really don't want to talk about it, but it's just on my mind. And I need to learn to let it go. Go to God about it. And I can talk to them about it right there and there. But if, if if they don't like something, I just sit down and I do the why thing. And, you know, if they don't want to hear it, I say, well, why do you not want to hear it, you know? But then I can't make them hear, be willing to hear it. So i got to really just close my mouth and accept, come what may, and if accept the fact they don't want to hear it and move on and not talk about it. Because there are times I have to get people to accept the fact that I'm not willing to talk about certain things. I just don't feel comfortable. But now I cannot make them accept it, but I could choose to either, you know, talk to the person, be around the person, walk from the person, and I will. I'm not going to do it out of hate, but I will do it out of uh, showing them that, hey, this is not where we're going. I'm drawing a line with this. I'm setting forth boundaries. So we do need to set boundaries at times. And I'll get them to a sermon about boundaries. But if we keep dwelling, we're not going to press toward the mark of the prize and, uh of toward the mark of the prize of the high call, higher calling in Christ Jesus. So we need to press on. That's what he tells us, press on. Mandisa does a song. She's a Christian pop and R&B singer. She does a song. It's called Press On. We need to press on. And that's what we, what the Apostle Paul stated in Philippians chapter 3 is to press on toward the mark of the prize of the higher calling in Christ Jesus. We need to do that. And, um, you know, we need to set ourselves free. Like I used to worry. I quit worrying because I decided I'm just going to quit. And I'm going to work on doing whatever I can to keep from worrying. So I won't get back into those past habits and past behaviors like procrastination and all that. It's just done and over with. No way are we going to do that. I just don't have it in me, baby. You know, the devil just wants to really come out of the door and bring up past mistakes. And he'll use people. He'll, you know... Things you've repented of, he'll bring it back through somebody or he'll bring it back through a certain circumstance or a dream. But I'm going to tell you something here. I'm not going to keep on letting that happen because I'm going to say, I'm going to command that Satan comes out of me and stops doing what he's doing and leave me alone. And I will say y'all need to do that too because you need to command him. You need to out loud, and I mean with your mouth, hey, you know, I'm done with you, Satan. I command you in the name of Jesus to stop whatever you're doing, whatever he's doing, you know, and and rebuke him. When the Lord sees something going on, that's when you need to rebuke. You may need to be firm and stern at times. You don't need to be harsh with anybody, but you can be harsh with the devil and tell him, hey, get out of my way. I don't want any more to do with you, Satan. In the name of Jesus, I command you to flee, and I command you to get out of here. And get thee behind me, for I crush you under my feet, because I'll defeat you, and I'll have victory over you, because I'm not going to let you steal my joy any longer. And that's what you have to say, and those are the words you need to say, because he can bring up that past, and I say, Satan, no more. I don't want to talk about this. 
I don't want to hear any more. And, uh, you know, sometimes we just got to get in there. And I know there's a lot of places that don't, you know, doctors like psychiatrists and all. They're funny about you talking about religion and all. But I'm going to cast that devil out when necessary. And I'm going to do it. I am going to cast the devil out of anybody that I see that needs it. And I'm going to do that. And I will talk more about getting the devil out and getting them demon spirits out because I have... I have some that I'm still working on getting rid of, getting out, because, you know, I don't want to be going back to the past. So, because I know if I commit the same sin, I'm committing what I committed in the past, and I'm just not going to keep doing that. I mean, especially in a role. But I don't want to do it at all. Never again. Do you? I believe we all want to get rid of that, don't we? If you don't have that kind of heart to want to get rid of it, then, you know... I'll be praying for you because I want you to be able to get rid of that because not, not only is it affecting other people, it affects you. It's not healthy for you to, to keep on doing those sins over and over. It's just not. And, you know, I, the prophet Isaiah, chapter 40 of Isaiah, he reminded us, and the Lord gave him this message to tell us to not remember the former days of old. That means don't remember all that junk that you don't need to remember. You know, let go, let go, let go. I had to do it, and I'm going to. And, you know, I just decided to let go of yesterday. And sometimes we got to let go of some of the people from yesterday. You know that? Uh, we got to let go of all of that and just uh, give it all up to the Lord and let him take care of yesterday's troubles. I don't want to bring it up no more. I'm tired of it. That's what's brought me down, dwelling on all this. Going to God, he can put that smile right back on my face in a New York minute. Well, instantly. Yes. And, uh, you know, he can. And I believe that wholeheartedly that he can. And, uh, you know, we're supposed to, uh, you know, get rid of that. And uh, Jesus said also, in Luke somewhere, I forgot the actual chapter, but we'll look it up eventually later on. I should have studied a little more on this, but I did study enough to say that I'm going to, you know, to preach it, you know, uh, you know, but I know it's Luke. Uh, and he said the people who look back are not going to be fitting for the plow. So I had to quit looking back if I want to be fitting for the plow. So if you want to be fitting for the plow, Quit looking back, and you tell other people that yeah that tend to what I call throw it in the face, you know throw that past mess in your face and yesterday in your face and what you did and didn't do and say oh you're not gonna get any better and all that. Just tell them yes I am getting better because I got Jesus in me to to give me the strength and the courage and wisdom. The Lord God Almighty is gonna help me to do better. That doesn't mean that He's going to do it for me. But he's going to give me the strength to do better. And I'm going to obey him. So, just say, hey, enough snuff. That was then. This is now. Yes, come on now. Because I'm telling you, Satan's going to try really hard. And I know he wants to try with me. And I've sensed it. But I'm going to keep praying. I'm going to keep praying that the devil uh, just uh, gets out. Because, um, let me tell you something, we need to get the devil 
out of our lives, out of our homes, out of our friendships, family and all. And there may be some relationships that are unwholesome that we just have to get away from, whether it's family or friends or whatever. We love our family and all. That doesn't mean hate anybody, disown anybody. It just means we can't go around them until and have fellowship with them until their behavior has changed. But we need to, during the moments of separation, pray for them and just ask God to forgive them and soften their heart and change this person. If they don't want to change, we just got to keep going on with or without them. And I know there's some people in this uh, world, and I'm not naming names, and, you know, I've heard of people, and, you know, like I said, we're going to be discreet, like I've mentioned in the, uh, you know, uh, ministry, and we are not, skin, we are, we are not into, well, I started talking about being scam free, I should mention that in the uh, thing, because we are a scam free ministry, I will let y'all know that now. We are. And, uh, you know, we just need to get rid of all this. I'm telling you. Rebuke the devil when he throws the past in your face. A person may try to throw it in there and remind you of things. And I'm like, well, I don't want to talk about that. And that's fine. You know, you need to tell them. You know, I just know that I need to be better. And I don't have to be what I was. I will uh, prove it. And if I need to leave and go to another, uh, you know, uh, you know, doctor, I will. You know, um, I'm just going to leave it up to the Lord and His decision. And what I should do, I'm going to pray about it. And everything, you know, if I have to. You know, I had a dealing with a psychiatrist thought I need to move, but... You know, I don't need to move. I like it here. I, I don't know I'm going to give in to them because I, I know I can do better than what I'm doing because I got rid of all the evil and I found out the only way I could do it is doing this prayer and fasting uh, deal. And we're just going to keep doing it till, uh tomorrow morning. And I just, oh, hey, we're going to keep it. We can keep going on. And uh, it's just Monday morning when we wake up, we, we know the fast is over with and we're going to say, Goodbye to yesterday. Yes, yes, oh, yes. Yes, Lord. And that's what we're saying today. Say goodbye to yesterday. Say goodbye to years ago. Say goodbye to weeks ago. Just say bye-bye, bye-bye. I don't want no more to do with you. You know, all those prayers and troubles and all are just something we'll deal with right now. But... We're going to put away that old past, past troubles and everything. I don't even want to talk about it because once it's resolved, I'm throwing it in file 13. Come on. That invisible file 13. Burn it. Kill the past. Kill that painful past. I had some bad past. But when people ask me about my past and I go to these doctor stuff, you know what I say? Hey, I had a past, but I got rid of it. Because I'm living for the Lord, and that is it from now on. I don't want to discuss what happened to me in my childhood. I'm through with all that. Hey, I can be set free. I've got to continue taking my medicine until the, the being set free from all this manifests. But I'm not going to give up. I'm going to keep claiming healing. 
for that. And I want people to be healed from their painful past. It may take a while. Healing may take days, weeks, months, and years, or even just hours, but, you know, or minutes or seconds. But not all healing is just instant. It takes a while. But God will heal you. Just wait. It will eventually manifest. Just keep praying for it. Keep praying for it. And He will heal you. He may not choose to let it manifest on this earth. He may choose to wait for the manifestation to take place in heaven. But we know that we received the healing right then and there. It's just the manifestation part of it. Meaning it's got to manifest in order for us to be able to make it without medicine and all these things. Because we don't need crutches. And I've learned one thing. Quit using stuff for is a crutch, like what were our excuses and all. And I've gotten rid of a lot of my sorry excuses today. Well, I'm getting rid of it because I've gotten rid of a lot of sorry excuses. I quit procrastinating. And, you know, that was the worst habit I've ever had in letting depression in the way. I know I suffer from it. But you know what? God is healing me right now. I experience a healing. It hasn't manifested yet. But we know and we trust and we believe it will in faith. And you know, we know it will. We don't know when. That's up to God for that manifestation. But we know he's going to heal. And he's going to heal my eye condition. We just know all of it. We believe it. We believe he's healing me right now. I'm experiencing the healing power of God. And I want y'all to experience it here through my... Oh, sermons in our ministry of soul harvest. And that's what we're about here at Soul Harvest is getting people saved and people healed and people whole through the Lord through our Lord Jesus Christ. Because he, he cares about us. He's the Savior, but he's also a healer. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. He is also a healer as well as a savior. He's both a savior and a healer all in one package there, okay? He's the ruler of our lives and we'll let him. And I want y'all to let him be the ruler of our lives, because if he rules you know, you know, and you do what he says and you obey him, you're going to be better. Yes. No more just looking back. I'm sick of looking back. I know. I'm serious. I am so sick of looking back that I could just, oh, I'm not, I'm going to try not to get too gross. I could say the V word, but I'm not going to say it. But I think you know what I'm talking about. I just, all that past, I just want to start right back up. Now, I did get a little gross. Help me, Lord. Forgive me, y'all. Uh, excuse me, but uh, y'all, it's just, you know, I could. I don't want to talk about it. I'm serious, and I will tell you I don't want to talk about it. You know, I just don't. I only want to talk about positive things. Yes, there are times we need to talk about serious things, not necessarily negative, but serious. We need to be serious. There is negativity in this world. We don't have to give in to it and let the negativity rule us and give in to it. We don't have to believe all this negative chatter that people say about us. We'll just say, hey, you know, I love you. I'm praying for you. But I really don't care to discuss this. Because that was then. This is now. I know I can do better. If you think you can't do something, well, let's pray. You know, go to God in prayer about that. Because he doesn't want us to doubt ourselves. And he doesn't want us to doubt others. You know, yes, some people are hard to trust. Let me tell you something. That comes back to those toxic relationships. It's hard to trust people. And, you know, and people may have a hard time trusting us. And I will let you know this right now. There are going to be people in my life that probably don't trust me. But we have to exhibit actions of trustworthiness.
in order to be trustworthy. So if we're saying that was then, this now, we need to also not only say it, we need to act like it. We need to act like it through, you know, changed heart, changed mind, changed motives, changed actions and behaviors. Now, that's going to take a while to change your behaviors to get rid of it. But, you, yes, you do have to remember keep in mind that you don't want to go back down that road. You don't want to talk about it. You don't want to do those things you used to do. Because you've got to get rid of all that. Put away child's things. God wants us to do that. The Apostle Paul, he's admonished us and told us completely through the Lord to put away child's things. So we got to do that. That's why I'm saying that will send this now. You're not a child anymore. you got to mature. God forgives and all that and there gives grace. But, uh, you know, um, we've got to uh, put away these childish things. Because if we don't, we're going to be uh, accountable. We're going to have problems. So that's what I did. I put away childish things. I put them away. I ain't going to keep on being what I was. I'm going to keep on keeping on for the Lord and being better for Him. And for my family and my friends and relatives and acquaintances. And you know what? I'm not doing this to be a people pleaser. I'm doing this to be a God pleaser. I quit the people pleaser trap yesterday. Last night I was done with it. I'm only going to focus on pleasing God and that's it. Yes, he wants us to be good to people. And if there's something they want us to do and he wants us to do it for them, we're going to do it for him. Yes, we love people and we'll do it for them. Whatever we can. And uh, we're just going to keep going on. Because, uh, you know, we we need to do that. We're just going to keep going on. I don't even want to look back. And I'm not willing to. So I tell anybody out there, even these doctors, psychiatrists, psychologists, I'm just not willing to look back. If you ask me all these questions about what I used to do, I'm going to say, hey, that's not me. I don't want to go back to the past. And I know they were asking a bunch of stuff when I came in. And I just don't want to talk about the past. I'm not going to. I refuse to do that. And that's the reason why. And there's no excuse. It's just a reason. A valid, legitimate reason. I will not talk about it no more. So, that being said, you know, we just got to put it all away. Cut it away. The song Rob Fraser did back in the 80s called Cut It Away. It's a contemporary Christian song. So therefore, cut it away. We must cut it away. All that past. You know, I uh, believe that Jesus said, if your right eye causes you to sin, let, cut it out. If, if your uh, or left eye, whatever it was, causes you to sin, either one. If one of your eyes causes you to sin, cut it out, uh, pluck it out. No, we don't have to get pliers and go to plucking out and tweezers and all that. We don't have to do all that. Crud, but it just means take our eyes off of what's causing us to stumble, like all that pornography. Oh, we got to make sure we get away from that and all that bad stuff. Can't look at it. No, no. And all that violence and stuff. I tell you, Hollywood really needs to do some serious cleaning up, don't they? Oh, yes. I agree. Do you? I know I agree that they need to. I mean, heck. It's not just Hollywood, but the whole world in general. The Motion Picture Association of America really needs to get in there, clean the movies up, make them wholesome for everybody to watch, you know, and and stuff. 
You know, we got to. Okay. That being said, you know, that's how it is. So, uh, you know, just think about it. If you've got something in your pants that's still haunting you, you need to get rid of it. And I can tell you by doing it. It's praying to God and letting him know, hey, I've got something wrong here that's still going on from yesterday, and I want to get rid of it, and I need to get rid of it. Please, Lord, help me get rid of it. Give me the courage and a whistle of strength to do whatever it takes to get rid of this. You know, assist me in it. And he will assist you. Now, he's not going to do everything for you, but he will assist. And whatever he can do, he will do. Whatever we can do, we can do. We, what we can do, we will do. And that's to obey him and do what he asks us to do. We can do that. The footwork he gives us. Because he gives us things to do in his word. He can't do it all. Well, he won't do it all. But, you know, he's not going to come down here and just make everything better. He's going to try, but you've got to be willing to obey him and do what he tells you down here. Do the footwork and the part that you've got. Because we've all got a part. All right? We've just got to keep doing what he asks us to do. All right? That being said, that's, you know, the message. And I hope each and every one of you got something out of it. Um, I want to go now. Let's just uh, go in here and pray. And, you know, uh, it's time now Let's just to go in here. And pray. Let's have a closing prayer here. All right, let's pray. Uh, Precious Lord, we just thank you for this message that you've just given us uh, to hear. And we just pray, Lord, that, uh, you know, you would um, forgive us for our past failures and mistakes and sins, Lord. And that you just wash all of us, please, with the... uh, and cleanse us as white as snow and make us new, Lord. I just pray those who are living in the past, Lord, that you would give them the courage and the wisdom and strength and that they would be willing to ask for this, to stop willing and living in the past, Lord. And I pray for those that don't have you in their lives, Lord Jesus, that you would gently bring them to a point where they would be willing to come to you, Lord. And I pray that they will and, uh, Lord, I just pray that, uh, you know, that each and every listener here is uh, listening. And I just want to uh, tell everybody, you know, hey, this is, you know, what we do. This is what we're going to do. You know, hey, you know, this is what we need to do. Live in the moment, not in the past. And that's what we need to do. Lord, and help us to live in the moment. Give us the courage and the wisdom street that today is today and it is a gift from you called the present. Lord, and we thank you for the present. Lord, and it being the present for today, here and now. Lord, and thank you, Lord, for telling us that whatever we did back then was then and today is now. We can do better today, right now, where we're at. And we don't need to dredge up that past. And Lord, if anybody tries to bring it up, whether it's a doctor or some family member or psychiatrist or friend or somebody, you know, just tell them, hey, you know, I've already learned from that mistake. Let's just, you know, look at it like this. Can we just look at it like this? That that was then, this is now. So we'll just do that. You know, and that's what we need to do, Lord. We just pray 
that you would just make us humble and realize that whatever things we need to repent of, Lord, that we need to repent of it, Lord, and that we give us the willingness all, Lord, and the courage and strength, along with the wisdom, to ask forgiveness for our past failures that and sins that we've not repented of, Lord, and to ask forgiveness for it and have the bring us to a point where we'd all be willing to repent of what we've done that we've not asked forgiveness for and repented of. And uh, help us, Lord, to go forward for the rest of this, uh, at this time, Lord, until service later on tonight. And thank you, Lord, for uh, your love and so forth. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. And also, I want to give you my email address. Send me any praise reports, any concerns, any prayer requests, uh, comments, whatever you want to say, feedback about our ministry uh, and stuff. Also, send some prayer requests and praise reports in uh, for the uh, for next uh, Wednesday, which is this coming on, let's see, tomorrow is the night, so Wednesday on the 11th at 1 o'clock my time, and it may be a different time zone for you. I'm preaching throughout the world here, so um, let me give you my email address, and I will do this at the end of each show. I don't give up my phone number, but I will only give you my email address. If you want my phone number, just send me an email, and I'll give it to you then privately. It won't be broadcasted on the show. It will be given to you through an email that you send if you request for it. Okay. All righty. I'm protecting myself, and I'm going to protect you. So that's what we do. We just send email, and that's it. All righty. And the email address is bigwoman600 uh, at iCloud.com. It's all the small letters, and it is spelt B-I-G, no no capitals, no uppercase, just lowercase small letters. All right, I'll say it again. B-I-G, spelled B-I-G-W-O-M-A-N, 600, at I-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O-M. That's... Big Woman 600 at iCloud.com. And I love you all, but I will say this. Jesus loves you, and I do too. And I'll see y'all later. Come back tonight. Thank you. Love y'all. God bless you.